Give the secret handshake. Check your cloaks. And remove your tinfoil hats. This is the Illuminati Social Club. The podcast you don't want they to know about. This is bullshit. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the mysteries we will examine. And welcome to the In Search of series here on the Illuminati Social Club. I'm your host, Jason from Parma. And joining me, of course, is uh, from Tampa, Florida, Mr. Oliver Oxide. Hello, all. How's everybody? Excellent. And from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Doc Pinko, Steve Cloutier. How you doing? I'm doing well. So, this week we are discussing Season 6, Episode 5, The Elephant Man. Now, I'm just going to say right now, it's the last time I use that term. Uh, I have... You know, he had a name. And everyone got it wrong. It's true. <laughs> so... Uh, yes, we are talking about, uh, uh, well, who everyone thinks is John Merrick, uh, is actually, uh, Joseph Carey Merrick. That is his real name. Um, I said, uh, my, my initial thought was, uh, I'm hoping this one is interesting. I'm not anticipating much woo. Of course, we don't know with In Search of anymore. <laughs> Oliver, it is, it, oh god, it is a bit of a roulette wheel. Uh, <laughs> Oliver, what were your impressions? I well, this obviously was, you know, this is something that I think we've seen in season five and season six now of them kind of covering the things that were cultural touchstones <laughs> or you know at the moment. Mm-hmm. And this was, of course, the release of the movie, right? And the the actual knowledge to the wider masses of Mr. Merrick. Uh, I enjoyed it. For the first 12 minutes, and then it became an Oprah episode. Yes. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> uh, as, as such, I only have four clips in this episode. Um, Steve, what were your impressions? Well, see, I think this was kind of, I don't know if you want to call it a bait and switch. I think they really wanted to talk about neurofibromatosis. Mm-hmm. And use the Elephant Man as a way of bringing people in, because as, as Oliver said, it was it, it was in the in the culture at the time with the movie and stuff like that. And I think they really wanted to talk about the disease, mm-hmm. but they couldn't say in search of neurofibromatosis because nobody would watch. Right. <laughs> so I suspect that that's what happened mm-hmm. is that they wanted to get people to watch, so they said in search of the Elephant Man, so dealt with him in the first twelve minutes. And in the final 12 minutes, you know, spoke to people who had the disease in 1980, 1981. And that's really like where my notes ended because it was like there, there was nothing to note here. I mean, I mean, the story, the story of Joseph Merrick is interesting. Um, it's, it's a fascinating little tale. And there's uh, something uh, I did not know. But uh, let's 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 uh, start the first clip here. Ladies and gentlemen, may I crave your attention for a few moments? Moments, 
Well spent, my friends, to show you something, a phenomenon, the like of which you may travel the old world over and never see again. In London, in the 1880s, a strange misshapen figure appeared in a small carnival sideshow. The Elephant Man, a grotesque freak of human nature. And yet, he started out in life just like you and me. But one day, while visiting a traveling circus, his poor mother, a fine, delicate creature, six months with child, was terrified by a pachyderm. A elephant to you, sir. The consequence of this overwhelming misfortune, I'm about to show you now. Don't let this wonderful educational opportunity pass you by. Would you kindly step away, ladies and gentlemen? Who was the Elephant Man, and what caused his grotesque appearance? Okay, I don't know why I didn't cut that off three seconds earlier, but uh, (laughs) we didn't need the music, really. Um, So... Yeah, the uh, the elephant the elephant man's real name is Joseph Merrick, not John Merrick. Uh, that that's erroneous. Um, and I have in my notes before I before I actually looked it up. Uh, naturally, he was part of a carnival sideshow because yes. you know. Um, and as you heard in that in that you know his, his mother was frightened by a pachyderm. Uh, <laughs> uh we we have lots of Victorian cosplay in this episode too. Oh my God, do we ever! <laughs> but I looked up on Wikipedia, and you know, I was gonna say that you know, you know, of, of course, you know, because he was you know deformed, you know that you know, of course, somebody would talk him into you know joining a, a circus sideshow. Uh, well, I was wrong. Uh. It was actually Merrick's idea to to contact the showman and be exhibited. Well, I mean, let's face it; there wasn't much that he could do. Right? No. no. Right? No. You know. You know. As, as, and as I mean, you probably you may have a clip of this, but but sort of to to sort of justify that, you know, it was either that or the workhouse. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, because there were no. I mean, as we 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 have now we have we have some uh, some social security nets and and stuff like that um you know there was none of that at the time that there were, there wasn't anything else he could do hmm. to earn a living true so um oliver anything well i just think what one of the things that was just shocking to me at least was the treatment of him um, even though he asked for this, and Steve, Steve's exactly right. There's not much else he could have done, right? Um, to make money, um, <clears throat> but if the if the Victorian cosplay is right, and that he was shuttered away um, in squalor and filth, and uh, you know mm-hmm. that that was somewhat heartbreaking. Um, I've never seen the movie, so Me I neither. can't I I can't say whether that was portrayed in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have a number of questions about uh, the extent of how this disease ravaged him, because he seemed to be very much an outlier oh, yeah. in all of this. Yeah. yeah. So uh, maybe that's one one of the clips when we get to the Oprah section. I don't know. Well, I, mean, 
I mean, you know, just as a preview, I, I, I think part of part of it was that he had a series of things that were wrong with him. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, he also had curvature of the spine, uh, scoliosis. So, which not everybody has. So, yeah, I think I, I, I've, I've, I've done a little research on that. E- even before today, I, I, I did a little research on him, and, and the consensus is that there is more than one thing wrong with him. Well, right. the thing that that I have a question about is that it seems to be in the Oprah section mm-hmm. that it is a skin ailment, that it's a collection of nerve cells yeah. and and you know fluids and things like that. But in the case of Mr. Merrick, it seemed to be a bone thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that is that judging by the skeleton? Yeah, it it appeared to be like uh, like. An accelerated calcification, like after, yeah. like after birth, you know, like he grew up, you know, somewhat normal, like you know, he he was a normal kid for you know a part of his life, and then suddenly, you know, this started happening. You know, he started getting this growth on uh, what they say the 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 right side of his body. Yeah, the right yeah. side. Yeah, and it, it was like you know calcification on his bone like just this accelerated deformation uh you know on his you know from the right side of his skull all the way down to his feet yeah it's just they didn't explain how it became went from a skin condition to a bone disease that's what i didn't quite understand but it's not that it makes any difference but right i just don't think they explained it very well no no well you know in 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 12 minutes uh True. They really don't explain much. Right. I have so many expectations for inserts. <laughs> Second clip. John Merrick's case came to the attention of Dr. Frederick Treves, later the physician of Edward VII. His account of the Merrick case is a classic in medical literature. The words are taken from his actual notes. I first saw John Merrick, or... The elephant man, as it became known, in November of 1884. One of my junior house surgeons had seen an exhibition of freaks in a disused warehouse off the Whitechapel Road very near the London Hospital where I worked. The afternoon I went, I found the exhibition temporarily closed. I, uh, I asked who the proprietor was and where I might find him. I sought him out and we struck a bargain. He would give me a private showing for the payment of one shilling. We went into the warehouse, which was very cold, very dank. We went through numerous passages, up many stairs. Finally came to the room where John Merrick was sitting hunched in a corner. Here he is, Governor. First, I couldn't quite see him. He was just a hunched figure in the in the distance. And as we got closer, he turned to me and revealed himself to be one of the most disgusting specimens of humanity it's ever been my misfortune to lay eyes upon. The proprietor said to him rather harshly, as if speaking to a dog. Stand up! This poor man stood up. 
You know, in my profession, as a doctor, I have seen many gross deformities and mutilations. But I can honestly say, never before or since, have I seen a more pathetic, disgusting spectacle from poor John Merrick. All right. Sorry about the length of that. Uh, that was about two hours and or two, yeah, about two hours, <laughs> <laughs> two minutes and fifteen seconds. Um, that was that was our I, that was our masterpiece theater section. I mean, yeah. I, I gotta say, he, the the guy who read it did a. I mean, he did a good job of reading that, and I'm I'm glad that they clarified that this was from Doctor Treve's actual notes and not a script written in the 1970s because I would have been really upset. <laughs> Yeah, because man, the lang the language used was very cold. Yeah, yeah. I was also very tired after this episode because there was a lot of stair climbing in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, there was. And even though I wasn't actually climbing the stairs, <laughs> just watching them climb all those stairs tired me out. I was I was tired of it after the last ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh so let's see. Uh, I know he you know he suffered a lot of uh, physical deformities. Um. As as we said, the right hand side of his body appeared to have extra bone growth, um, uh, and I I gotta say I w I was a little put off that the doctor that they were talking to at that time, you know, the one that was showing the skeleton, was still referring to him as the Elephant Man. Yeah, it's like, you know, call call him you know call him erroneously John Merrick. Or call him by his real name, Joseph Merrick. But you know, don't don't call him don't call him the the Elephant Man. You know he has a real name, mm. and he was a human being. <clears throat> and no, I'm not going to use that line either. <laughs> well, he did call him disgusting. So yeah. you know, par for the course. <laughs> um. So apparently, uh, Doctor Treves uh, took John Merrick from or Joseph Merrick. From the sideshow, and brought him to stay at the London Hospital, where apparently the nurse was not happy with this. I, you know, with with this decision of his, uh, because you know they, well, let's see, it was Victorian London, so everyone was in the hospital, uh, yeah. and they couldn't spare the bed uh, for an incurable, as they called him. Which you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say. In Victorian London, he probably was incurable. Yeah. Um, and then she also admits that, well, and I'm assuming, like, all of this is coming from notes and, like, you know, actual, I don't want to say statements of the time, but, you know, the attitude of the time. She was uh, sickened by his appearance. Mm hmm Yeah. Um, so then... And sadly, right here, you know, we're already, we're not even halfway through the episode, and we're already at his death. Uh, he died in 1890 at the age of 27. Huh, see? Uh, he joins uh, Jim Morrison. Uh, 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 Cobain, Cobain. Joplin. Yeah. <laughs> All at the age of 27. There's um, that legendary Lost album, too, when I, <laughs> he was working on the time of his death. Um, but, uh, he decided, and this is, this is what I didn't know. He decided to sleep laying down 
and he died of asphyxiation because he, you know, he would normally uh, sleep like sitting up with his head on his knees because he couldn't lay down. But he, uh, yeah, he he fell asleep laying down and uh, he died. So yeah, that's. You know, that that's the end of the topic of the episode, and now we swivel topics into the Oprah portion, as Oliver is calling it. <laughs> Sorry, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. But no, it like like Steve said, you know, this is an episode that, you know, they kind of you know, the bait and switch. Right. You know, you're thinking you're gonna be talking about you know, John John or Joseph Merrick, you know, whoever you want to, you know, however you want to call him. Uh, and yet we don't, you know, he's gone. You know, it's like, it's like, you know what? It's like killing Marion Crane halfway through Psycho. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like, man. And, uh, you know, the episode that had just that just came out. You know, our episode that just came out as we're recording this is the uh, end of the world episode. And that was another bait and switch. <laughs> so. All right. I have another clip. I'm not sure what this is. When John Merrick, the elephant man, died, he was thought to be a singular hideous aberration of nature. Yet today, 100,000 people in the United States alone are victims of the elephant man disorder, neurofibromatosis. It is John Merrick's suffering that has called attention to their affliction, something society has tried to hide. Okay. Um, so I did look this up, and um, apparently it's now being disputed that he was um, out of... They don't think this was actually the disease that he had. Yeah, that's my question because, as I said before, the connection is not made. No. Um, there's the and the here's where the problem really comes in. Um, unfortunately, they have only uh, the maternal line for for uh Merrick and he, they have no DNA for him and they can't find the disorder anywhere in the maternal line and i guess they lost the paternal line so they have no way of really any conclusive evidence as to what disease he had now, I have a question. Is this disease curable now? I have no idea. Um, all, let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, in 1986, in the British Medical Journal, Michael Cohen and J.A.R. Tibbles put forward the theory that Merrick had suffered from Proteus Syndrome. Uh, a very rare congenital disorder recently identified by Cohen in 1979. Um, 
which explains why the diagnosis was not advanced previously. Um, cause he didn't have the spots that all these other people mm-hmm. had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, let's see. The, the signs of Proteus syndrome are macrocephaly, uh, hyperostosis of the large skull. Oh, hyperostosis of the large skull, hypertrophy of long bones, and thickened skin and subcutaneous tissues. Uh, particularly of the hands and feet, including plantar hypersplasia, ouch, lipomas, and other uh, unspecified subcutaneous masses. Um, unfortunately, like I said, they really can't make a definitive diagnosis because they got no DNA anywhere. Okay, so let me just... The rumor that Michael Jackson bought his skeleton, was that true? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I don't think the rumor was that he bought it, that he tried to buy it. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Um, I don't know if that rumor is true or not, but... <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, Merrick was uh, played by John Hurt in the... Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. In, and, in Bowie, the, and Bowie was the doctor. Uh, yes. Yeah. Mark Hamill was in it. Bra- Bradley Cooper? Oh, no. Hold on. Oh, no. Uh, the character based on Merrick was initially played by David Schofield. Uh, and in subsequent productions by actors including Philip Anglim, David Bowie, Mark Hamill, and Bradley Cooper. Ah, uh, that's right. Bowie Bowie was on Broadway or on the West in the West End. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it was a play first, yeah. yeah yes. It was uh, a play and, first. and the movie the movie was directed by anyone? Uh oh uh, David Lynch, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yeah, it yeah. was. I should really watch it at some point. Um uh, let's see. So I think there I think there is uh Something in here, I can't find it, but um, there was a song, uh, the American band uh, The Fall of Troy released a song titled Wacko Jacko Steals the Elephant Man's Bones. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, (laughs) All right, back on topic here, which I think we are. Um, yeah, now they're, now they're going to go through various cases of people with the disease. And this is kind of where I ran, you know, I have one more clip and I kind of just, you know, I don't want to say lost interest, but I kind of lost interest. (laughs) Um, join the club. So here's the, here's the last clip. As a social worker, my primary concern is the impact... Penny Schwartz, Mount Sinai Hospital, New York. ...of a genetic neurological disorder on patients' and families' lives. And one of the things that the NF patient family group tries to do is to provide an atmosphere to talk about how they feel. 
Do people ever say nasty things to no, you? No, nobody has ever said anything nasty to me, but I, I, I do know and that people just mm. are continually staring, and eventually, if the stare lasts for more than five or ten seconds, you eventually do feel extremely mm. self-conscious. Eh, you know, I, and I can, re- I can relate in a way. Because, <laughs> uh, real, real quick story here. I have a... I had a uh, massive infection in one of my legs, and it left it left my leg discolored. And eh, every so often, I'll I'll see people staring at it, and eh, you know it you do get self conscious. So, um, basically, this uh, this uh, uh, social worker, I'm gonna say, for lack of a better term, she runs a support group. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and uh, but why that? But why that needed to be included on an episode of In Search of is my question. I, you know what? We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to ask Kay. Yes, we will. <laughs> the only thing I can suggest is that they were they didn't do it well, but they were trying to sort of get an idea of the stigma that he might have faced at the time by having people talk about their experiences with it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can think of that, 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 that there's to have a, a relation between the two. Uh, but again, you know, ask K. Good idea. So like I said, I'm out of, you know, they really don't shed any more light on anything here. It's just a lot of people talking about, basically the same thing mm-hmm. yeah. and you know i played i played the clip of the guy at the end there you know talking about you know being stared at and it being self-conscious and that's pretty much the rest of the episode is just people all repeating kind of the same thing in you know in different words absolutely yeah. so i didn't find it necessary to really get all those clips because there's nothing there to get so, uh, anyone have anything else to add? Just, just on your when you're if you're watching it, just when the timestamp hits twelve, just stop because <laughs> that's really all you need to know. When, once you see Leonard, yes. stop. Yes, Steve. Well, that's, anything? A ger- that's a general rule, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, Steve. Anything to add? Um, well, Leonard still has his mustache. Yes, he does. Um, but I'd also like to just drop a little trivia. Yes. Frederick Treves, the doctor, mm-hmm. um, served in the Boer War and was wounded. Oh. This I didn't know. Well, now you do. Thank you for thank you for telling me that. I mean he was he was a medical doctor. He was, you know, right. um, and and he was wounded. And 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 one more time, you know, shout out to the to the guy who, you know, did the basically played the role of the doctor. Yes. Mm. I, I thought he was really, you know, he, he he read it well and with, you know, you, you felt like you were actually listening to the doctor's words. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you, they, they finally found a good actor, yes. is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Steve, tell people where they can find you on the internet. I am on Twitter at DocPinko. Oliver. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Oliver Rockside. <laughs> You can find me at Alien CG, and you can find this podcast at Illuminati Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, 
you know what? I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use anything clever at the end. Have a good week, everyone. Turtles kids. <laughs> See ya.